Do you just cry when you sit with the paper Thinking about what it's like can take away from us We're on a course for a head-on collision Scientists said this is what we've been missing Sorry that research is not for submission Friend Roger's dead and would be the one to listen Can't take the heat, now the planet is your kitchen Just like you're stuck in a contest of pissing Time to trade in Congress for a new edition We do not see equality for all To Texas opposition where the voice of love calls The world is wrong when grown men pick up little girls And info is just poison when it makes you wanna Hello again on Friday, I guess for me. Wow, yesterday was Passover and I just passed it right over. I passed over Thursday. I called it Friday. Um, guess I wasn't paying attention. Uh, no, I guess I, I think it really was. I put a real lot of work into that last episode in love, and I was so excited to get that episode out to you. It wouldn't be the first time I was so excited to get my love out to you. It happened early. Anyways, today's episode is going to focus on, I think, kind of responsibility. It, it's been a theme over the last day or two, couple days. I mean, it's a theme always, I would hope. In all of our lives, responsibility. Uh, but our our reading again is John C. Maxwell. So it's going to be the John C. Maxwell book. My cousin said that he actually uh, liked when I did those readings. If if those kind of things are in line with what you're working on, I'm I'm glad to do it. Actually, and that th- I go to the John C. Maxwell reader frequently because I found that the people in my office who I used to read it to. Uh, daily, they found it, or we found as a group that it, it inspired conversation and uh, ideas. And we always encouraged each other to kind of, if we found value in these ideas, to try to implement them through our day and be exemplary of the messages, the ideas that we say that we agree with, right? My cousin reaches out and he's like, Oh, yeah, that's in line with what I've been thinking. That's fine. If it's in line with what you're thinking, great. Even better if you can make your actions in line with what that message is, right? That you agree with, right? (laughs) That you already agree with. It's a lot easier when you do. So here's one on responsibility. Uh, April 10th. Embrace responsibility. Good leaders never embrace a victim mentality. They recognize who and where they are remain their responsibility, not theirs of their parents, their spouses, their children, the government, their bosses, or their co-workers. They face whatever life throws at them and give it their best, knowing that they will get an opportunity to lead the team only if they prove that they can carry the ball. Gilbert Arnold offers 
this advice. When an archer misses the mark, he turns and looks for the fault within himself. Failure to hit the bullseye is never the fault of the target. To improve your aim, improve yourself. Are you on target when it comes to responsibility? Do others see you as a finisher? Do people look to you to carry the ball in pressure situations? Are you known for excellence? Have you been performing at the highest level? May you need to cultivate a stronger sense of responsibility. If you haven't been performing at the highest level, you may need to cultivate a stronger sense of responsibility. And that was from the 21 indispensable qualities of a leader. Remember that a leader can delegate anything except responsibility. And I like having this daily reading section, and I really like using this daily reader because it does have a lot of good examples of qualities of leadership or ideas of leadership. When I read these, I'm like, awesome. I wish I saw more people out there saying they're leaders acting this way. I don't see it. I wish I did. So, and this is what I like is to be able to share that with you. I, I like to share these ideas of uh, good morals, good, good leadership qualities, so you could start to look for them uh, out there in the world and also display them within your daily life to the best of your ability, right? <laughs> the world is stressful already. It is even more stressful today. Now, these seem like grandiose ideas. But when implemented every day, a little bit at a time, they're, they're not, right? You know, that's the whole one bite of the elephant. Or how do you eat the whole elephant? One bite at a time. So, a little bit every day, Brad. Okay, keeping with the theme of responsibility, I've been getting good response from my friends and family out there who have been listening. Uh, thanks for all the encouragement. Thanks for the kind words, um, the good talks, suggestions. Uh, actually, all right, so some suggestions that I've gotten that actually I can't wait to implement have been... Uh, some conversations back and forth with some of my old friends who have been listening to this podcast, some of my old um, like military buddies. I already had connected with the, my, my stepbrother, right? And we're trying to help uh, get medical equipment or supplies, like, you know, uh, gowned garments, PPE out to the, to the medical uh, community again. So, if you do work in or know somebody who does work um, in a healthcare organization or a frontline facility that needs PPE and who can put together a contract, right? These, like we discussed yesterday, these are the bi uh, businesses that are pivoting. So, for reassurance, they do need kind of contracts to make sure it is sustainable. I, and they already are doing their part, right? But um, Whatever that is, if you can help out, you do have a channel for that and need information, email me, nextstepsustainability at gmail.com. Um, but I've also been connect reconnecting with some old friends, right? I've been working on this thing for quite some time, even though I might not have known it was going to be a podcast in the end. This is kind of like a, a pivot I had to do. Um, and... 
that's fine, right? This is okay, right? Uh, but it has also sparked, right, connections with, like I said, people I haven't spoken to in, in quite some time, and it has been something I've want, wanted to do for them for forever is uh, get back in touch with all, all the people who mean the world to me. So uh, thank you all for, for listening and supporting. Uh, I do love you all. And I can't wait. So so download the Anchor FM app, right, or Anchor app, uh, that this podcast, I, you know, record it too. You can listen to it on multiple platforms, but download the Anchor app. So that way you can you can send me in messages that way, MP3 file, or you if you can just send me MP3 files to my phone or, or email. Uh, or what I like about this Anchor FM app is that we can chat back and forth with one another. Uh, and we'll record those conversations. We'll talk some stories and maybe work those into to some of our episodes. Um, you know, I was going through when I re not retired from the Air Force. I separated after about eleven years. But like, kind of, you're getting out. You're going away. Gift. They put a nice shadow box together for me. And uh, when they put it together, they had reached out to a lot of coworkers of mine in the past and had them write in you know, some good memories and some takeaways of experiences that we had together and, you know, walk down memory lane today. I was looking at some of those and thinking about putting them in an episode, uh, seeing what some of those stories might look like. I don't know, maybe I'll share some of those cards with you someday too. You got to curate those though. Anyways, uh, so I've been able to connect with all you, everybody who's been listening to this podcast. And I, again, I do miss you all and love you all and hope you are enjoying this. And I also have been trying, like like we mentioned yesterday, trying to throw out ideas to the community. I can you know, just guy, a guy with a big mouth, I guess. I'm just a guy. So it is built around community. We all have to come together. We all try to do our part. I see it happening all the time. I didn't come up with this idea. It is nothing new. I've experienced it. I've witnessed it a lot of my life, right? Um, the help one another provides, and I see it all the time, and I love that we have for one another. And, uh, and I see people sharing their skills and their passions and their heart all the time. And I have an example today. I have connected with Anna Cash. I've uh, met her since I started working around uh, the city. I was on the sustainability committee and reaching out and trying to engage with Ogden City as a whole. I came across her path. Uh, she also has been on Facebook Live. I saw her. She started a page. I don't know how long she's had this page, but it's Green Ogden, and she hosts these free canning um, videos. I get canning's a big thing out here in Utah, probably as many places. Um, I would pitch her down south. I heard that my family back in the day, they used to make their own jelly with the grapevines in the backyard. We didn't have that growing up, but uh, maybe that's all been alive and well, or maybe that's the sign of the time since we're being pushed indoors more. But this has been, this has come across my attention recently. So I reached out to her and uh, asked if she wanted to share anything. So here is a message from her. This is Anna with Green Ogden. I am a master food preserver and a master gardener. And 
I absolutely am obsessed with food preserving. I It's my goal in life to teach everyone to can like their grandma, but with the safety standards of 2020. Um, I've been doing in-person classes uh, last summer and this winter, but then with the coronavirus, I've had to move a lot of my in-person classes online. So you can find these live classes for free. If you would like to donate, that would be amazing. But uh, they are free. They are at the Green Ogden Facebook page and also on Instagram. I look forward to seeing you there. And if you have any questions, post them on my Green Ogden page. Okay. And I think she will be hosting classes Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, I don't know if she has a schedule. I didn't, I should have clarified questions before I reached it out to you guys, but you could definitely uh, get any of your questions answered by reaching out to her at her Green Ogden uh, page on Facebook. I'm sure she has an Instagram page and everything. I'm not very um, into all of the socials out there. So Check her out, Anna Cash or Green Ogden on at, at least Facebook. So, uh, but that's an example of community reaching out and people trying to help one another, right? And this is, uh, if you want a little silver linings for your community before your weekend for your Friday, um, this is, although it sucks being trapped indoors because of COVID and quarantine, I've noticed so much good around this, right? I've seen more people in the streets and there's booming people making gardens in their backyard, maybe so they can can their their fruits and vegetables later. It has us really taking a good, honest look at ourselves as uh, as a society, I guess, because it is going to look different. I keep hearing this thing about August, right? I don't know where this theme of August keeps coming up. I'm not watching the news, you know, I'm kind of busy producing these. So uh, tell me where this idea of August comes up, because even when August comes around, what has happened, it's going to look a whole lot different on the other side of this. So we just want to know what part do we have in that? What say do we have in that? And isn't it about time we say that it looks a little better on the other side of an event like this? Um, So I think that happens through making these community connections, reaching out to one another who have good ideas to share, like preserve your own vegetables. To me, that seems like a good idea, especially when we're going through like this kind of, I don't know, food drought or mostly toilet paper, right? Kroger's around the world were able to get their foods out to you magically. They can clear their warehouses. Uh, but we're fed, right? We got we we got the food, but we really should kind of like I like I was trying to say, take that honest look at your cabinets. What should we put in be? What should we be putting back in our cabinets? I think it probably should be more of our own canned uh, fruits and vegetables. Now, to be honest with you, I have not been a consumer of freshly canned um, fruits, jams, and preserves. Until recently, my uh, April, my girlfriend, she also can't. She's at, she owns the Ogden Foodie page, if anybody out there follows that. And I was even hesitant, right? I'm like, I don't know. It's it's like getting a haircut from your mother. You're like, I don't, I don't know. Right? You, you, maybe we should consult the pros at Welsh, right? Like, 
let me go get some smuckers. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Maybe tomorrow. But I did. I did. So I ventured out. I tried some of the jam. And it was delicious. I got cans of it in my cabinets now. I, I And knowing that it comes from, like, fruit I just touched. I touched, right? And washed. Or she did, right? Or whoever did. Or Anna did. I think Anna said, what did she say? I mean, your grandma's recipes and today's standards are... Eh. But just something to think about going forward. Um, it's an opportunity to kind of look at ourselves that way. Uh, when, I, when, I start, when I moved into Ogden, I didn't... You know, I knew I wanted to be engaging in the community more. I was done the military side anyways. I was out of the Air Force. Wasn't done with them yet, but I was up here. And they helped me, you know, set my foot in here, so thank you. And I reached out to the community. I didn't know who to start reading. I just emailed everybody. And I figured I lived near Weber State. You Professors were a good, safe bet to reach out to. And I've known some from other uh, groups like Citizens Climate Lobby uh, Sierra Club meetings that I was attending, and I was my, meeting uh, or seeing these faces anyway, so I just started kind of following and uh, trying to make that connection, and I did, and, and it paid off because I was actually uh, invited out by John Armstrong to a uh, a dinner with David Grinspoon, who was author of... Earth in Human Hands, Shaping Our Planet's Future. And he's like an astrobiologist and talking way over my head. Not at dinner. He's very down to earth. You know, he curated like the Smithsonian or whatever. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, very impressive like people when um, you sit down. But though you know that they know all of this stuff and are impressive people, so down to earth when he... Um, Sitting down, it's just a normal dinner. I felt like it was out with some. Uh, it felt more like a family dinner than it did a dinner out with your buddies, right? You know, trying to be a little more formal. You didn't know people, or actually like a work dinner when you just kind of started at the place. You know, your first work lunch in, uh, which was basically for them. It that's what it was, right? For them, that's exactly what it was. For me, it was. I don't know, Right, you know, he's, he wrote a book. He's about to talk about, it. but there was also another guy. So I guess one of Armstrong's like student aides, you know, brought her neighbor. He's like newly retired from, you know, he worked at airport. I don't know where he worked, but, um, you know, she's a little environmental student or what? I don't actually. I don't even know if she was an environmental student. Uh, she was concerned. Like, it was like all about the environment and. Uh, this guy's newly retired. He's like, all right, you know, I've been old. I'm Republican, right? You know, I hang out. I rub elbows with all these guys. Uh, he's like, I, I agree with the whole climate change. Yeah, we need to be doing something, but who am I, right? I've been this Republican guy. I drive a big diesel truck, right? I own a big, you know, house. My footprint's massive because, you know, that's what these college kids talk about. Well, what's your carbon footprint? Well, you know. I live a life, right? He, and that's it. He's lived a life and probably a very good life. You know, he's out there. He understands, right? He's self-reflecting. He, he knows he wants to do something on that front because that's probably uh, a good way forward for him. Like, that's the way forward. He wants to give back. And 
finds the value in that now. It's like something maybe he forgot about for a lot of years. He's retired now looking at his family in a different way. Um, the struggle's a little less over. But anyway, so I catch his ear, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I hear him talking about this. And I'm like, well, do do what you can, right? Like I've talked, you know, do what you can with what you have where you are, like Teddy Roosevelt said, right? Uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm just not, I own that truck. And I'm like, well, what, what do you think we need, right? We need people who own trucks, right? People who, if we're making a garden, I can't haul mulch in my Prius. I mean, I can, but it's a very tough day, right? Or a long, it makes the process a lot harder. I'd love a truck in that situation. Bob, a guy like you, would come in great handy. Uh, when I want to plant a tree, right? We need diesel trucks even in the environmental movement right now because that's the, the tool that's there to use, and that's what's going to move more ground than, uh, you know, a, a Prius, a Corolla, or, you know, a bike with a wagon attached to it. Uh, so I was like, yeah, put your truck to work. Put it to good use, right? Um, now, if you bring your truck in and have Diesel Brothers, you know, pull out whatever regulator it is and roll coal, and uh, when you drive past the bicycle, you know, the guy on the bicycle towing a wagon full of flowers, you know, to bring over to a nursing home to spread some chair and love, and you, you know, you blow smoke and soot in their face, and <laughs> you know, you're using it wrong then. But if you have a truck and you want to come help me out with some yard work. Or you're helping anybody out there who still owns a gas-powered lawnmower swap it out for an electric-powered lawnmower, uh, then you'd be doing a great job with that truck. All right? Uh, but just if you're going to do that lawnmower route, before you go help your neighbor, see if anybody else wants to swap out their gas-powered lawnmower. Try to make it all in one trip. If it's a big enough truck, you could fit a good ton of a good few lawnmowers in there anyways. And that's how you kind of condense trips down. So, Anyways, I'm sorry I missed Thursday. We didn't miss Thursday, but I jumped the gun a little. Eh, you guys know how it goes. Anyways, been real fun. Uh, anybody out there wants to get in touch with me, if you have my phone number, uh, Shoot me a message or an MP3 of anything you want to say. Um, check out episode three of this podcast. That challenge is still out there. The um, write my themes, uh, redo my theme song. I wrote my theme song, right, or the opening to this not theme song. I just wrote a song and I put it out there. I wanted to hear other people's versions of it. Uh, Goji three sixty has been doing mine. And I love this version. I love the punk rock version. But it really is. It was a challenge, and it is still open. Um, so if you still want to submit music, you still can to nextstepsustainability.com. Oh, no, not to nextstepsustainability at gmail.com. Uh, or like I said, if you already have my contact, otherwise uh, reach out to me. Also, if you have ideas, if you have any questions or if you have um, any topics that you would like covered that fit into my leadership community sustainability categories, which I left it pretty broad, so you uh, probably can find a topic that fits. So I want you to take part. This is our community uh, that we're trying to build here. So 
throw me your ideas, send me your sound bites, family, friends. I miss you all. Um, stay safe in the midst of all this quarantine. Um, look to August, but also look towards a good way forward past this magic August date people keep bringing up. Uh, stay strong. Um, look for those leaders out there. Right, They're out there. I've seen them before. I've heard them before uh, because I'm saying this stuff now. Right? These aren't these aren't my ideas. We all we all grew up together. So, um, yeah. Until now, now I will see you guys Monday. I'm going to take the weekend off. All right. So, talk to you all soon. Bye.